This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. I'm a little bit worried about it. I mean, you know, it's that time of morning where, like, your friends wake up when you do a morning show. They're a little later than you, and they're, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm driving, man. It's crazy out. I'm like, oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and only getting crazier. I'm a little bit worried about it. Uh, this part of the show is brought to you by the Odyssey app. Make sure you, listen, this is a free app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Just search for it in your app store google play what have you uh because you can get our full show podcast you can actually stream the show live you can listen to the daily stream of the of the secret show i mean we've got it all for you my family was using the odyssey app yesterday in tahoe and listening while they were driving to the resort to go skiing and i, I thought, figured they had is... to have been like it's <clears throat> yeah it's the odyssey it's, app it's, yeah it's really so cool good. It's, a, it's a great app what a great app and it's mm-hmm. free it's all the music and podcasts and audio you could ever ask for. All for free. Because we love you. That's why. Uh, okay, we're going to get started with a quick update on Jeremy Renner. I just have a few more details. Uh, if you missed it, he was run over by his own snowplow. And, and when I say snowplow, I mean like, you know, rich guy can buy whatever snow cat he wants snowplow. Like tank treads it's like a pro grooming machine that they would have at a resort and he's got and this is in tahoe this is in well it's in reno technically so it's on the sort of the far side of mount snow so but yes like up in the up in the mountains where we're looking to get all that snow Mm -hmm. so he uh tmz has some updated information here um john was telling me john is i think he loves jeremy renner because he keeps telling me all about all the developments because yesterday he goes he's like you know they were trying to get emergency vehicles to him and they couldn't do it like it was it had taken an hour and they and i guess you could hear him on the 911 call you can hear him moaning in the background like mm. he is really hurt and can't really breathe because his chest has been crushed like they say one whole side of his chest is just completely crushed so uh they wound up airlifting him they finally just gave up on trying to get to him with these emergency vehicles and sent a sent a, uh, a helicopter in. So this is a plow accident that he had just a couple days ago. He is is still and was in terrible shape. Serious injuries to his chest and torso. Mm, the 911 call was placed just minutes after he was crushed by his own snowcat. 
So there's an emergency call log, which includes notes from the call that were placed. Uh, the log states he could be heard moaning in the background. He was experiencing heavy bleeding from his head and other unknown injuries. The log details the accident itself, saying that he was completely crushed by the snowcat. He was having extreme difficulty breathing. Uh the scariest part of this whole thing is this call log says the right-hand side of his chest was completely cr- cr- flattened, crushed, uh, and his upper torso was crushed. He was airlifted to a local hospital from the scene of the, air- of the accident. He was helping a family member to get their car out from heavy snow on Sunday with a snowcat. He stepped out of the vehicle to talk with the family member, and that's when the thing started to roll. So he didn't put it in park or something gave out. Uh, They say he attempted to get back into the driver's seat when he was crushed. And, uh, you know, this is one of John's things where he just, you know, can't stop talking about Jeremy Renner. He was saying, you know, because there's (laughs) tracks. Seriously, I was like, what is going on Well, he's helping you do your celebrity reports. I think he's contributing. It's very nice. Okay. All right. Uh, So he goes. Too cute. Okay. So he (laughs) is telling me all about tank treads and tractor treads. So I would know stuff about them. And he said, you know, there's a gap. There's gap. They overlap each other. And then there's there are gaps. And, and he goes, probably what happened was that thing as it's rolling, he goes to step up on that and it was moving. Oh. And he got his foot caught in there and it flipped him down. Oh. I know. I was like, wow, that is quite an insight. The thing I thought of as you were just reporting it, though, as they had to airlift him out of there, is that a lot oftentimes in nature when an accident happens, depending you might be unreachable like my friend right. who went off the side of a cliff or i've seen guys who uh, like a, a a guy dislocates his arm out in big huge surf and can't even swim to save his own life right oh and people got to get him in meanwhile the surf is continuing in you know to come there's no breaks it doesn't right. go oh someone's hurt Time's hang on out. everybody hang on other waves yeah we need to <laughs> and that is really calm down for a minute Really super scary. Like, there he is, stuck in the snow, and no one can get to him. Right. It's very scary. He is incredibly lucky that not only was this family member right there, but that other people came, and they all, you know, were trying to stop the flow of blood and Mm. and help him. Yeah, you said a doctor put a tourniquet on his leg immediately, right? You know, that was actually erroneous information. Uh, (sighs) And I, yes, we, I read yesterday, and I did, I mentioned this, but we did it very much in passing. There was no medical professional on scene. Um, So any tourniqueting that happened was just a... You know, because you've heard that. Oh, better get a tourniquet on that. That seems to be bleeding pretty mm-hmm. hard, you know. Mm-hmm. It's actually on days when I put a belt on. Because uh, I got... What? Yeah, on, on days when I put a belt on. It feels like a tourniqueting half your body. It, no. It's part of your, your outfit? You mean yeah. I put a belt on? I have my pants or... Okay. Yeah, you know, when I wear jeans and stuff. I don't like... I wear those low... I like the low rider jeans. Because they don't like irritate with a, my belly button. With a pant necklace, got it. And I put on the that because I don't like my butt crack to show when I'm when I bend over anything. Aww. You know, as you're walking around and stuff, you start to get kind of a saggy ass in seat of your jeans, seat of your jeans. <laughs> so I always put a belt on when I wear jeans, and and I have this belt on, and I always think <laughs> this will come in handy if someone needs a tourniquet. <laughs> 
You know, I mean, will... then we'll see your butt crack, but at least you save someone's life, right? I will. I will <laughs> offer my butt crack up for viewing to the world if I'm going to be, you know, saving someone's life because their arm just popped off. You're or so whatever. Well, I mean, you know, thank you. You know what? I'll take it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Looking for future hero status. I don't think of so I you know, as you were saying when I put a belt on, I the first thought was, you don't accessorize. What are you talking about? But okay, you trying to keep your butt crack from showing to Bryn yeah. and I mean you you work with a room full of boys now. Yeah. So I get it. Mm, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't yeah, I really I and also just in general, not even because I don't want you guys to see my butt crack. I really don't want anyone to see my butt crack. Some people clearly have no problem showing their butt crack. I've shown my butt crack. They like it. They even like people to comment on it. Sarah has very blurry lines, though, you know. Butt crack's not okay. Nipples, totally fine. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Oh Who can keep you up with her? totally okay. <laughs> and as soon as I noticed lines. them, the I lines didn't even are all know. Squiggly. I thought that they were obscured, tell. and I couldn't <laughs> tell. I got out. I stood up. I'm standing there for a second, and then I happened to glance down it, and... <laughs> You couldn't well, help but notice them. You happened to glance down or you saw a bunch of people looking at you with their jaws open. I can't oh. remember how I became aware of it, Vinny. I'm just going to say I glanced down and no one saw. So I dipped back down into the water and refused to come back out without my arms crossed across my chest. Jesus. Okay, that's it. So there you go. Jeremy Renner, bad shape. He, we saw a photo from him on Tuesday from his hospital bed and he does look banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't show the rest of his body and obviously that's, maybe we'll get to see shots of it later. I mean, ah, oh, I just can't even imagine having a giant machine like that roll over you. Jesus. Okay. Next up. Uh, the Megan and, uh, Harry documentary oh, is yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't pressed play on that. I have. I'm surprised oh, you, you have, wait, Bryn, you have? Yeah, I have. I and Sarah, you haven't. About no, stuff I just like haven't that, yeah. gotten to it. I'm uh, shocked. Maybe I'll do it cause today because it's going to be stormy today too. That I, seems you know. like something you'd be into. Just doesn't occur to me. I'm like, oh, what should I watch? Yeah, I'm not normally into the royal stuff. I just, it was top 10 on Netflix. And I was like, hey, I'll try this out. And I watched one episode. I'm like, got sucked in, actually. How do they How come off? Time? Because yeah. that can you know, easily come off like truth telling or just a couple of babies trying to get their way, you know, or whatever. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know anything about it. Have they been is is are they like really spilling the tea, as they say, on, on the I feel Royals? like they are. I've seen and read a lot of reports that say that they're a bunch of babies and wah, wah, this and that. I actually watched it and felt them and thought I never before would think, wow, how relatable. You know, like, hmm. Megan, it seemed that way to me, but maybe I'm just a sucker. And I really enjoyed it. So, <laughs> you know, I did. It was oh. really weird. It was not the typical <laughs> royal stuff. They're pretty much airing dirty laundry and saying a lot of things that you know the palace is not okay with. Well, there's a, they actually say that uh, things are really, really bad between Harry and William, uh, mm-hmm. the, the future king, um, that they are estranged. And they were very close growing up. I mean, it seemed like they were very, you know, the closest of brothers. Um, and now things are bad like to the point where it's gotten physical there's a piece so here's the, this story 
I just brought up the documentary because I know a lot of people have watched that. And I don't know what more is going to get revealed in this book that's coming out next Tuesday. Ooh. It's called Spare. It's by Harry. Harry Windsor, is that his last name? I don't even know what his last name is. Harry the Prince. Uh, uh, it's called Spare, as in an heir and a spare. You know, when they oh. say somebody has two boys, you've got the heir and the, and the spare. So Spare is the name of his book. Uh, and it sounds like a tell-all, which, of course, you'd hope it would be. Um, Prince William and Harry... Um, got into a physical altercation over Harry's relationship with Meghan Markle, according to Harry in the book. Uh, it was very one-sided. That's what, at least that's what Harry is saying in, in his autobiography. Harry says it happened at his home in London in 2019. Meghan called, uh, William, Prince William, future King William, called Meghan difficult, rude, and abrasive. Mm. Harry accused William of just parroting the media narrative about Meghan, and the argument escalated to the point that William, he calls it an attack, and here's how he describes it. He grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace, and knocked me to the floor. Ripped his necklace? Hmm. I landed in the dog's bowl, which cracked under my back, the pieces cutting into me. Mm. I lay there for a moment, dazed, and then I got to my feet and told him, Get out! Get out! Be gone with you! <laughs> Foul going villain. back and forth between the Queen's voice and some sort of semi-man lady thing that you're doing. I don't know. Oh, I'm really trying to stick with just like a manly-sounding Queen voice, you know? <laughs> a sort of highfalutin. I felt Shakespeare there somewhere. <laughs> Uh, so he was thrown down. He ripped his necklace, which was a weird thing to say, in my opinion. Like, okay, you, he broke my necklace. He ripped my necklace. Uh, anyway, William uh, tried to get in his face and tried to get him to fight. Like, come on, put up, put up your, put up your dukes. <laughs> I can only put up my lords. <laughs> Uh, but Prince Harry is saying that he refused to fight back. He was like, this is, you know, you know, this is inappropriate. I have a question. Princes. Yes. So Harry, even though he's now left the royal family, like, like they're still right, your family. So, yes, you know, absolutely. that whole, there's that whole thing where you don't, you can't leave your family. They're your family. Right. Sorry, pal. But whatever. So I'm just curious, did he leave with money or is the reason for this stuff, this is the cash grab? Like he's got to get paid. He's used to living a certain lifestyle and he's got no skills. Is um, this his way he, to get paid? He's rich. Don't worry he is. about okay. him. He, got he it. is. He's got plenty of money. It does say in the documentary that they're like, they don't get any money from the government over there. They they're no longer get to. any yeah. kind of an allowance. Mm -hmm. The so poor, the poor dears. Yeah. Uh, but they are doing a bunch of stuff. I mean, they're getting, Netflix is paying them. And they've got a podcast too, don't they? they I mean, mm. they are, they're finding ways to make money. I don't know why. I don't, I don't have any warm feelings for the monarchy in any way. I don't, I'm not interested. I'm surprised that people haven't thrown them out and said, you're just, you're just leeches. You're just taking taxpayer money. Tradition. And yeah, I know, I understand. I, but I, I think someone growing up today would be more likely to say, um, why are we funding that? 
What's the benefit of that? What's right. that funded for? So I can see, I just don't get as part of that family why he would feel like he should spill it all. Like he knows what that all that is. All that it, it is tradition. It is all that yep. nonsense that they keep up to keep the money rolling in and their you know whatever their status. I tend to among. agree with you about like, shut up. Go live your life if you want to be free. Go live your life. Then the, disassociate the, yourself. The incentive that it seemed that they were both trying to get to was that they were being portrayed a certain way by the media and and in Britain they have all these media outlets that they have connections and agreements with the royal family. And the oh. royal family would give them gossip on Megan because they didn't like her. And so they never had their own narrative. You know, they were being portrayed a certain way. And they're still being torn apart by the media. And so they're trying to just tell their side of the story. Okay. It, I buy it. I actually do. But, you know. You know, it's knows. funny because... um I'm I'm an equalist, I guess. I don't even know what the word is for it. When I I really do feel like you know your birth is a lottery. Uh, we are all born into different circumstances, and that every soul has a as much a right to be here as any other soul. And so, from that standpoint, it is actually hard for me to reconcile the king and queen thing and their birthright kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, fine, be a rich family. I I do like the pomp and circumstance and the tradition of the whole thing. I think it's cool and it's fairy taleish, so kings and queens and princes and princesses. But in reality, do I think that the queen's any better than or the king now? I guess is any better than anybody else? I I really don't. And they've clearly demonstrated their fallibility as humans. Like they are, some of them are just absolutely terrible humans. I mean that Prince Andrew guy. I many of them throughout the history, for God's sake, Henry the Eighth. That guy was horrible. What an awful person, uh, you know, and, and misuse of power and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm not calling for the monarchy to get torn down. And I do think leadership's important. I don't know that they're awesome leaders, uh, but it is kind of funny because as you bring that up, I'm, I am like, yeah, there there is no this whole I, I lording over other people. I don't bring it up because I think it should happen one way or the other. I know the Eng- the. Great Britain, they love this stuff. They're into it. Like they, I get Some it. Some of them, They're, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's not unanimous, but there's love for that. Yeah. But I absolutely think of uh, the closest thing we have would be the Kennedy family, and the scandal is everywhere. There's people born into s- ridiculous riches, right? Like that's where the scandals. It's born out of that, like. Oh, they did something wrong. We'll Scandalous. pay for that. Let's make it right. go away. Like, right. All that stuff just seems. It, well, I guess my first thought was Harry grew up in this. He should know that this is just what it is. Yep. He's not exactly. new to it. No, he's not. I I would get that his perspective would be different knowing that he, especially once his brother had kids and his line, you know, his place in line for the throne you know the number got bigger and bigger um it's a it's just such a it's such a weird life to have lived i don't know why he's spilling the tea on as they say on uh on all of this um, there was a lot of like they wouldn't let her use her phone she couldn't send pictures there it was almost like it's they portrayed it to be like jail you know because 
when you when you're in that house, the royal family's house, they get to choose what the roles are, and they were really strict with her specifically, and it had a lot to do with color of skin. Oh, for sure. There's yes. there's a massive racist component mm-hmm. to this. There's there let there be no doubt about it. There's at least enough rumors about things that people have said and what color would the children be. It's it's horrific. Like like I get all that, but isn't it also that he's he like what was Princess Diana's deal? Wasn't she weren't they put together him they and They were. It's like they found him a virgin bride. That's what I'm saying. Impeccable... So some of this stuff is has to do with their ridiculous years and power and the fact that they don't like a commoner coming in with a camera, right? right? Yep. I'm not defending them. I'm just trying to figure out it seems to me like that's would be the way they would react to any commoner walking into the castle and and being like I, here Ooh, I am with my camera off. phone. Snap, right. snap, snap. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. That they would That's be what very I do. controlling of that. Look at me. I'm on the throne. <laughs> Selfie. Like, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> oh, decorum, please. So I mean, with the crown for sure. Yeah. Oh, I know. Having all that. Anyway, uh, this book uh, is called Spare. It's been written by Prince Harry, former Prince Harry, ex-Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and it's uh, it's all about this whole thing. I mean, the guy's... I don't know, in his 30s. It's not like it's going to be a lifelong telling of his story. You know, but... you asked about his name earlier, his last name. Yeah. I looked it up, but I can't really find one. It says his full name is Henry Charles Albert David. It's like four first names there. Windsor? There, There's nothing at the end of it. That's why I'm like, oh, where's Hmm, that's weird. I don't, yeah, I don't know how all that works, and, and honestly... Well, I'm happy to talk about it for a minute, but I don't care that much either. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'll try and watch that documentary today. I yeah. liked it. Like, how does he sign his name on stuff? Like, uh, here, sign here. Oh, yeah, it's pretty ugly. Um, It's just like but, an H with a dash. No, no, I'm saying, like, what's the last name? Like, There's nothing if you sign bank loan, sign. I guess he doesn't have to take a loan, so he doesn't need to have a name. He's rich and his... He goes by, gets by on his own recognizance. <laughs> I'm to show you his his signature. Can't really see what that is. Really. Oh, it looks like a penis. <laughs> he actually. Oh, it really he, does. Yeah, he just draws a dong with an H in front of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe like a sperm with an, a pin needle sticking at it. I, that's uh, that is terrible. Stupid. That's just Sarah's mind. Yeah, that's where I go. You know me. Mind in the gutter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sarah and Vinny on Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. It's Stormy Thursday. Oh. Go to RadioAlice.com slash contest. We have all kinds of things to get your mind off the storm. Like we have all the latest news and celebrity trash. You can find all our podcasts there and all the cool giveaways. Go to RadioAlice.com slash contest. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Giving back to the community is a long-held core value for Fremont Bank and its foundation. In 2022 alone, they had an impact in 52 Bay Area zip codes. They're changing lives today and every day. Visit FremontBank.com forward slash community for more information. Nice. That is nice. Uh, okay, so weather-wise, we're looking at um, continued rain today, although the, the, the heaviest stuff hit overnight. We have a state of emergency declared in the area with power, power outages, closed roads, flight cancellations, and more. So if you want up-to-the-minute info on traffic or any other detailed info reports on the the weather and and its impact go to kcbs that's am 740 on your radio dial 1069 on your fm dial or you can also go to the odyssey app to get kcbs and get the latest info on the storm and more now we turn our heads to another legit newsman scott budman waiting to file a report on all the latest Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Hope How you guys are, you? are staying dry and unflooded. Yeah. How so are you? So you good? good? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday I got to be that cliched guy standing out in the absolute downpour. Oh, what fun. Yeah, yeah. The money inside my wallet is literally soaked through. It was oh. that wet. Oh, nice. It was crazy. Oh, boy. It is wet down there. Yeah, so I hope everyone got a, you know, got back home and got where they need to be safely. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's interesting in, in Silicon Valley, we, we talk about what is the big story. And for many, many days it was layoffs and all of a sudden it started to rain and, uh, people are still being laid off. I feel really bad. We talked about yeah. Salesforce hitting 10% of the staff that hits a lot of people. Obviously this is one of San Francisco and the Bay area's biggest employers. Yeah. Amazon announces, I think 18,000 layoffs last night. Um, I mean, it's just heading into the new year. You know, we thought maybe we left the big layoffs behind, but it turned out they're still with us. And so one a lot the, of nervous people the, out there. Yeah, well, and it's terrible. And my wife works at Salesforce. So that was one that she wrote me and went, I still have a job. And I went, oh, good. Phew. Like, Very that's good. the way that kind of goes for people who are yeah, we dealing wondered. with that. And, and nobody's immune. I don't care who you are. That's it's awful when you think that your company might just decide they've got to shed some numbers yuck awful but anyway i know that uh amazon had reported that i know one of the things that that uh in advance of these layoffs benioff had been saying we hired a bunch of people during the pandemic to get this work from home thing up and going and it seems like they don't perform as well as the employees that were here before oh and it it seemed like that was one of those 
you know, shots across the bow thing where get ready. More is coming. And it's certainly yeah. there. And now it's here. He's well, laying off to... more people. It's rough. Yeah, you know, when you're a big, yeah, a big growth company like Salesforce and you've grown a lot recently, heck, they even bought, a, a, you know, a big publicly traded company in Slack. And so they integrate all these people and they have this giant new gazillion dollar tower that's really one of the landmarks of the city of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be conflict when a lot of people are saying, hey, can I work from home, you know, and hang out with, you know, my kids or my cat or whatever it is. And I think during the pandemic, that really came to fore because Salesforce didn't suffer. Amazon didn't suffer. It did great. Netflix did great. I mean, all these companies turned out to meet their numbers while people were working at home. And so now you have this conflict of people saying, hey, we were great over the last couple of years. Can we come back maybe a little bit? And, you know, the sales forces and apples <laughs> of the world that just spent all this money on these incredible headquarters are like, wait right. a minute, we spent all this money, not so you could be at home with your cat on your lap. And that is, I think, going to be the big sort of push me, pull you of 2023 between employees who were saying, hey, things went well and employers like Mark Benioff, a very well-respected, well-known CEO here in the Bay Area, saying they could be better. And maybe they'd be better if your butts were in the seats here in this giant gleaming building. And I think that's going to be a back and forth all year long. I agree. Absolutely. So the announcements have come that they're coming, but have the pink slips been handed out yet? Do we know? I know Amazon Some like, of them just have. made the news. Right. Right. Usually they announce these things in advance. In fact, they're legally bound to announce them in advance. And so, you know, it, it's good, for example, that, that your wife knows she still has a job. But I think a lot of people are just about to get that notice. Uh, you know, the announcement has been made and there's always this sort of purgatory of, is it going to be me? Am I going to get to mm -hmm. keep my job? And then where are the cuts going to be? You know, these companies like Amazon and Salesforce are all over the place. And so, you know, 7,300 layoffs doesn't mean that many jobs are lost here. And again, this is a company that just bought another big company and added all these people all over the world. So there are going to be a lot of nervous people wondering where the job cuts hit and, and if they hit, you know, if they hit home. Right. right. So the other, the other tech company that's been in the news a lot lately is Twitter. What do you know about what's going on there now? I know that Elon had put it out there. Hey, everyone on Twitter vote. Should I stay the CEO? And then they went, no, <laughs> you should leave. <laughs> Which yeah, I think this, is this... just him. He's so out of touch with how people see him. It's ridiculous. It's a strange combination to be out of touch and yet so incredibly loud all the time. Mm -hmm. And this turned out to be one of the crazy stories of 2022 is Musk taking over Twitter and then just dominating the discourse, um, you know, sort of reaching out to right wing people and their accounts and doing these crazy polls. You know, should we let Trump back? Should I resign as CEO? Knowing that Twitter, which has a lot of good things going for it, you know, I I use it a lot and, and rely on it for news a lot. But as far as a poll, you never know who's going to jump on or if it's going to be real accounts or not. And yet. He said he'd abide by it. They said, step aside. And that's what we're all waiting for. And it's not just Twitter that's waiting for this. Right now, if you're an investor in the company that made Elon Musk rich, Tesla, you're wondering, why is he spending so much time, you know, tweeting and putting out these polls and, and dominating all the oxygen Shut when he should work. be focusing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so Tesla stock is down by 
nearly a trillion dollars in, in a year and a half's time because oh. it too did well during the pandemic. And it's, um, it's, just, it's just amazing how much money can be lost after you see these big gains. Did you read that thing yesterday where they say that Elon is the first person to ever lose $200 billion? He's still worth 1.5 or something. Like, don't worry, you'll be okay. But it's just astounding, the amounts of money. It really is. And, and it just sort of, uh, it, to me, when I heard that he lost $200 billion, that that was a, you know, a, almost a blip in realizing how much he had made so fast. And this works, you know, the other company we talked about, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, also up there in the however many trillion, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. Um, I mean, it's just, it's staggering how much money can be made with these stock options. And when they go south, and we saw Amazon lose something like 60% this year, Tesla lost more than 60%, Apple lost about 40%, Salesforce chopped in half. This is hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars in the case of Apple, I think they lost like 1.6, 1.7 trillion oh. of their market value. No, about a trillion point three, something crazy like that. And it's just un amazing. I mean, it's just unthinkable amounts of money. And so you have to realize it's both made and lost. But in a case like Elon Musk, he's spending so much time talking about politics and the Twitter files and just crazy things. And again, I'm not a stock investor, but if I held Tesla stock, I'd be saying, hey, what about us? Spend some time over here. We're the ones that literally brought you to the dance. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, and one. By the way, you're, you're listening to the voice of Scott Budman from NBC Bay Area. He also reports for the Alice News Network, which is what he's filing now as we speak. So they've now brought Sam Bankman-Fried to justice for the takedown of crypto, and and crypto is about to take off any second now, right? Like that. Right. Now that he's <laughs> been found to be the problem, the cancer, that all crypto is about to launch any second now. Is right? that true? Right. Right. It's, it's the latest catalyst. And uh, everyone will find an excuse to talk about why crypto is going to launch yet again. Woo! People aren't I mean, no one's listening to me on this and people aren't paying attention <laughs> to the fact that there's so much fraud and just horrible, horrible things can happen to your money. And this is serious. I know people who have put a lot of money into cryptocurrency. And if they don't do it exactly right, and get the timing exactly right. In 2022, they probably lost a lot of money. Bankman Fried's company was worth something like 32 billion. It's all gone. And that's investor money. And yeah, you know, even if you're just playing around, fine. Learn about it, do some scholarship, get to know it, realize how crazy risky it is. But also one thing to realize if Where were it's you when we need Yeah, where you, were Scott you? Putman. Where were you? You try, I think you came blazing on here. Hey, crypto.com just named a stadium. It'll be fine. I blame Scott Budman. Yeah, me too. I said that as a warning. No, no, that was not a good thing to name a stadium when you're a brand new currency that has no value. Matt Damon no, talked to them. Don't worry, guys. Go for it. It'll be great. This just proves that nobody listens to me. You're like my kid saying, but I thought you said that was a good idea. God's husband told me to buy all this. He's always talking about it. No, we're talking about it, but literally, literally, no one has listened to me in years. And I'm used to that. Again, I'm a parent. uh, Obviously, I was just kidding now because really, Bankman Freed isn't behind the, the downfall of crypto. But I do have a question about him being brought to justice. Do you believe, or as you've sort of gotten to know the story, this is, what was the name of his 
FTX? FTX. FTX, yes. okay. Uh, do you now, having sort of followed the story and read about it and things are, you know, continuing to report, there's continued reporting on it, did this start out with him as a scam the whole time or did he build something legitimate and along the way start diverting funds thinking he was going to be able to to juggle and pull out some kind of, you know, stick some kind of landing, so to speak. Yeah, you know, Vinny, it's funny. You've said we're going to have miles and miles of courtroom testimony all trying to answer that exact question. That is a question that keeps him in prison for decades or, if it's answered a different way, much, much less time. Did he do this on purpose? Was this investor fraud? This is what they proved in the Theranos case, that Elizabeth mm-hmm. Holmes knew these things didn't work and still took money. That's fraud. That's why she was sentenced to prison. Sam Bankman-Fried, it has to be found out, you know, in a court of law, and that's where he's headed. He has now pleaded not guilty to all these counts of investor fraud that lost tens of billions of dollars. And the question is, did he do it on purpose? And there's a lot of damning evidence. Uh, Carolyn Ellison, who ran the hedge fund that was attached to FTX, is turning and pleading guilty and taking a plea. The co-founder of FTX is pleading guilty and taking a plea. Sam Bankman-Fried really doesn't have much of a chance here. Everyone around him is cooperating with the government. And now he's going to face all these people that were directly next to him, in fact, living in the Bahamas condo with him. And they're going to say, this is what we did. It was wrong. And they might be saying, we knew it was illegal. And the reason I'm hearing that he pleaded not guilty is he thinks maybe there's a chance because if he pled guilty, it's a 30 to 40 year sentence, even if you plead. Now, pleading not guilty means you're taking a risk in this federal fraud case, as they did with Theranos. They could win and somehow be found innocent. But with all this evidence against him, he could be looking at an extremely long sentence. Uh, And this is for a guy who's barely 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, Well, anyway, I'm not going to defend the guy. I don't know if he, you know, set out to pull this the whole time or just somewhere along the way went uh, like launching your own crypto. What are you talking about? Do you just say I have crypto? Put your money in here. I got a bucket. It's uh, it's called CryptoBucket.com. I, you know, I, boy, talk about a sucker. Yeah, I know. Up. Me too. Oh, God. Oh, well. I was like, oh, anyway, that's a cute you know, name for crypto. I'm going to buy some of that. Chalk it up to an experimental phase. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to do CES next week, and we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you about that then. Yeah, so I, I won't be going to Vegas. Uh, sort of a combination of COVID fears, oh. and I'm kind of down with understanding that and the weather. And so I won't be there, but it's funny. Like I still get all these pitches. I'm standing out in the rain yesterday and everything, every text is a new CES product. So it's like, all right, we can talk about this if you want. So I've got all these things stacked up. um, And, uh, but sadly I won't be there. Well, maybe sadly, who knows? It's for the best. It's for the I don't best. blame you. I wouldn't want to go to Vegas. Right I love now. Vegas. Those I can't are wait some to of go. The biggest crowds I've ever ever been in. I want to touch that times. dirty money. Come on, <laughs> let me blow my nose in it. Woo! All right, Scott Budman, thank you so much, buddy. We Thanks, love Scott. you. Always Anytime, great, guys. Yeah. You Stay safe. Happy New Year. You too. Glad Always to see your lights year. are on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back to that now for everybody else. The state of emergency has been declared. The power outages are like I saw 80,000 people oh. in the Bay Area without power. So 
If you want wow. up-to-the-minute information on the storm or anything that's happening, you can go to KCBS, our sister station, on AM740 or 106.9 FM. And uh, the next story is Mega Millions will be hitting 940 million bucks this Friday if oh you're boy. interested in... I'm interested. In, in playing the lottery. That's, Let's do that's that. a good score. Yep. Certainly will pay me back for my Bitcoin adventures. Yeah, that would be, and I will never, I promise to never put any of my $940 million into Bitcoin. <laughs> I promise. I'll actually, make it happen. you might be able to save Bitcoin if you did that. That actually would be a good thing. Can you put I'm it, if you win? That. No, I refuse to try and save that POS. Oh, listen to this. Right. I, I, this is not a news story. I just have to ask you real quick. So you and I are watching a TV show called The Boys, or yeah. you finished it, right? Yep. Yeah. Someone wrote in and said, you know, that's Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's kid, right? And I went, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you know that. Well, his name, his last name's Quaid. And we went <laughs> and looked to see, because I was like, oh, it kind of looks like Dennis Quaid. Is that Dennis Quaid's kid? And then, yeah, we, so we found out. Oh. The main, the main character. What's his Huey. Name? Huey. Yeah, Huey. Huey. I so went, cute. no, what? Huey is, sure enough, it's Meg yeah. Ryan's kid. And he's good in the role. Like I do like him in it, and I and I wonder because he's not that good looking, but he's charming. He's got a little charm to him. Because um, I was like, Starlight's never going to go for that guy, but now I'm like, okay, I kind of see it. I guess um, you don't I, see it a little bit. No, I do. You don't. And I wonder, he's pretty. Will you stop it? He's pretty good, and he gets better. Oh my God! There's wait till season three. You're going to love it. So, anyways, uh, I did think though, you know, is that is this nepotism at work? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Quaid, it's right there in the name. Well, I, I, I don't, there's all this like talk about that, but he's, he probably grew up on film sets. Yeah. He probably knows all the people that make shows. He's probably yeah. like, oh, hey, Bill, I'm here to try out for the part. And Bill goes, Huey, good to see you. Hugs, yeah. kisses. How's mom? Mom's great. All right. Read the line. Reads it. Great. You're hired. You're but, hired. You know, I mean, Even though you're, I was thinking Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan might be like kind of in the plus column, but then you got Randy Quaid, who's his well, uncle. I'm like, oh, that's, I don't know how that plays. So I assume it's because he probably, all these, you know, celebrities, kids know these other, you know, sure, casting They're all wired in. But who knows? Maybe Dennis and Meg took him to the tryout and sat next to him in the lobby. Like this. Here yeah. he is. This is our kid. <laughs> All right, son. Now, when you get in there, here's what you got to like. That's all they have all the things going their way. Their parents have been through it all. Yep. I'm not surprised by it at all. Oh, okay. I've just wasted a bunch of time. Our text number is 800 I was so surprised to read that both Sam Bankman Freed's parents are Stanford professors. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if they're getting some crap for this. Probably a lot. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure that they're getting their finances dug into. How much money did you make off this? Did you give your kid money? Or did he warn you not to put your money in there? Oh. Interesting. Uh, That would be very telling, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He told us not to do it. Of course, testifying against your own kid, that's a tough position. You do love, he is your kid the whole time. You love him. 415 says, in the crown, Prince Philip fought for his name to be used with his children. 
Huh? Uh, pr- as in the existing Prince Philip in in a made up show. I don't. I don't. I, the, I don't know enough about the Crown or the TV they, show they, or the legitimate Crown to know right. any of this stuff. A lot of people um, wrote in about that. Somebody was saying Mountbatten Windsor is his last name. Mountbatten Dash oh. Windsor. Oh, I see so. this. Seven oh seven says Mountbatten is Prince Harry's last name. Oh, Harry Mountbatten. Okay. Okay. Sarah and Vinny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 